Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to See What Sticks, where we throw something to the wall and we see what sticks. I'm here today with Dr. Reverend Charles Theodore and Taint McDaniel. And I, of course, am Cyrano Dvorak, the man with all the most lovely words. We're going to start off today with Taint McDaniel's first topic. Oh, can I tell a joke first? As long as it's not a dad joke, carry on. Okay, it's not. Cyrano's quick on the draw tonight. Usually yeah, we, is. we like make fun of stuff. I know. Uh, a guy walks into a bar. He sees a sign that reads, Cheeseburgers, $5. Handjobs, $10. The guy looks at the beautiful blonde woman behind the bar and says, Excuse me, miss. Are you the one that gives the handjobs? She turns around and she says, Why, yes, I am. To which the man replies, Well, wash your fucking hands. I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> have you ever had that annoying moment like when you were dating or something and like you find a hair in your teeth and you're like this is awkward and you're like meeting the parents and stuff like that uh no me also no me neither (laughs) uh the the reverend dr charles is a great story that he needs to tell at some point about taking a woman home and meeting her significant other you need to share that story at some oh. point. So we'll bring that up as a topic. Most yes. awkward dating moments at some point. All right. Do we want to start with some uh, levity or seriousness? I think we ought to mix it up. I think we ought to go levity, seriousness, levity, seriousness, and so on. Okay. The old up and down or the old in and out? I'm, I'm really just in. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of deflate while I'm in. But, well, you have six children. That is true. Yes. That is true. My six kids. I mean, you have to do it quick when you have six kids. Somebody's yes. always trying to. Oh it. yeah. Hey, right. hey, when they tickle your feet. Sometimes they're yeah. Sometimes they're in the bed. Are you wrestling? <laughs> Mommy's winning. <laughs> She's always on top, so she does win. <laughs> oh, pin me, pin me. All right. Topic one. Free candy is often joked about as being written on the side of a sketchy white van to lure children in. As an adult. What phrase written on the side of a van would be written on there to lure you? Okay, so it's not real difficult for me because this is what I ask for all the time. It's chicken and world peace. Free chicken and world peace. Free chicken and world peace, and I'm in. Serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, it does not matter who's in the van. I'm in. Chicken and world peace. And you you own my soul. (laughs) Fried or grilled? Yes. Okay, so that's where I get a little uppity, I'm not going to lie. Um, I do not like fried chicken. And, and it's because, and this is like one of the most sissified things about me, I don't like getting messy when I eat. It, like, it's weird to me. But like, here, I eat here in Louisiana, that is a very, very cultural thing. <laughs> I am uh Are we I coming am, from San Orleans? I know we came south. Orleans. Yes, we... Uh, we traveled this time. Joe Flower to use the truck. You had to come in the back of the truck, man, with the hound. Come Last on, time I came in the back of a truck, it got bad. Well, yeah. But that, that trucker, he paid me plenty. <laughs> well, I mean, he was hard up for it, dude. And you were probably the prettiest lot lizard he could find. <laughs> no, um, I don't like uh, fried chicken. It makes you all messy. It's all greasy. It's too much work. So you give me a nice grilled chicken. Bone or boneless? Uh, again, bone is too much work. Ask my wife. 
<laughs> well played. Definitely a boneless guy. I will say that. Especially as I get older. <laughs> Dark meat or white meat? Oh, not touching. <laughs> not touching. All right, Dr. Reverend Charles. What do you got? What's your creepy serial killer van? <coughs> Strange argument about comic book characters or Star Wars. I will walk up to the van and start it. <laughs> start the van. Start the van. Where are we going, mister? Where are we going? We're going to Mandalore. <laughs> Mandalore. We've got a uh, episode nine coming out in just a few months now. Oh, yeah. See, and it's either going to be awesome or completely suck. But I really like the last one. I'm in a minority. I like I the can, last one. Well, the internet trolls that I've followed on Reddit, um, I believe, and it wasn't in the incel group, who I also have read <laughs> that after getting that wonderful hint taint. And <laughs> those dudes are something. They are so screwed up. Like, oh, my gosh. It's like. They would just pull their pud more. We'd all be safe. Well, my my whole thing is like. If you're going to hate something, if you're going to think it's, you know, just this object, why would you choose women, the people who hold the thing you want most dearly? And refer to them as old. Yes, yes. You know, it's not a novel or a movie. I'm, I'm <laughs> really surprised that this woman doesn't want to be with you after you called her a whole. <laughs> when you denigrate her in every yeah, way possible. like... What is your, oh uh, yeah, but I digress. So <laughs> like I am always like comic book arguments and Star Wars arguments, even Star Trek art, science fiction arguments. Like I will sit there and listen to them and participate in them and like throw weird, strange trivia into them just to watch people spin. Could it be a fact that you would, you like to do that in, Every conversation. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's like just a personal characteristic and has nothing to do with the serial killer van or comic books. So I, I can attest to that, actually. One of my six kids loves comics uh, or loves the movies, and he will hesitantly ask me to ask Dr. <laughs> Reverend Charles, and I'll get back like a six-page treatise <laughs> on alternate Hulk. <laughs> and I have really fat thumbs, so it's also hard to decipher That's true. on That's top true. of it all. That's true. But your wife told me. So, <laughs> so I don't know, Taint, what, what are you putting on the van to See, lure yourself in? I found such an interesting question because I, I had a harder time answering it. And it'd be like, right now it'd be more hours in the day. Because mm. I've got, I have a lot of things that I do, uh, some for work, some for fun. Uh, some around the house, and I there I just it's whack a mole. My life is whack a mole. Okay. So I want a few more hours and a few more alert, not tired hours. Hey, in a whack a mole too. Yes. <laughs> in this case, it is not. Oh. So it's it, not like Angry Monkey. For the one and only time on this podcast, that is not Angry Monkey. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. other time, we're we're definitely there. Yeah. But no, I know what you're saying. You went a little deeper, you know, because you're better endowed than I am, than, than I would have with that. Which is interesting because I'm not very well endowed. So. Well, I guess everybody in the room is just a little shamed. Seems like that's the long end, the short of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, how, 
How many bad penis puns can we do in a minute? On your mark, get set, go. Gosh, I don't know. Am I going to win this really easy? Well, you might. Should. Hand over fist? <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting coming from a reverend, too. You don't expect that. But as a medical from, doctor. From clergy. He's probably heard and, many of his patients say, you know. That's true. Variations on the theme. It's rare. All right. Shall we? I'm I'm trying. Like, I got like 10 more. I'm just like, I can't do them all. Don't use I, I like, uh, what is it? Purple-headed yogurt slinger. That's my oh, favorite. wow. That's, that's my awesome. Favorite. What if it's a frozen yogurt? Is that good or bad? Well, if it's frozen, it's not coming out. And if it does come out frozen, ouch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Plus, it wouldn't be very good because, you know, salt. Does that make it wouldn't it, freeze very easy. Does that make it custard? That would make it like it'd have to be it's really very cold, cold coming out. Yeah. Yep. Custard? Negative 20, Me I too. think, is what the road salt that stops working at. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Fahrenheit. Some cold yogurt. Because in San Orleans, we use Fahrenheit. Yeah. We don't We don't use Celsius. That's for, we don't like foreign rulers. Foreign. Uh, nah, foreigners in, in any form, you know. You're, you're over there. We're over here. We's again, you. We's again. <laughs> All right, Dr. Charles Reverend, what is your first topic? I think, do we go heavy with you or we go light with you? Um, I can go either way, as we all know, because I'm a doctor and a reverend. That's true. That's true. So you can buy anything on the internet. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to hit the table. You go to the, the Phoenix University for that? No, no, they're expensive. Oral Roberts? No, no, the only oral I like is not from Robert. Ah, okay. Roberta then? It is a mustache, but she's real good with her tongue. I kind of like Robert. <laughs> Dude's name Robert Suck. So, uh, well, we said uh, funny, uh, what, we were going to try to do funny than serious? Yeah. Uh, so, well, levity. Yeah. Levity. And, yeah. Um, so. Uh, ooh. Ooh, I can't do that one because we just made a bunch of sex jokes. We've moved on from the oral thing. I don't yeah. know if you knew that. So, uh, I, this is a series of questions and a rumination. Ruminations, is, I got that off of Webster's.com. You can look it up. It's an actual word. I'd like to point out that, once again, Dr. Charles Reverend is not following the rules. He is not. <laughs> he is not. Is our prison system rehabilitated? Corollary. <laughs> That's another word I looked up. That them you got veins and corollaries. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly it. Is there a crime that makes the criminal unable to be rehabilitated? And then, if there is, why is there not a, besides Texas? Why is there not a fast track to a death penalty or like? When given an essay question, it's usually in written form. I need you to write this down for me. So I can wow. your and this point. one's got levels, really. Yeah, because I got two degrees now. Yeah. Because the short answer is, no, it's not real. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the short answer. Yeah, I mean, that's the short and the simple answer is no. The recidivism rate for people who have been jailed is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You know, but... The system itself isn't, you know, rehabilitative, well, but also when we put them back out, we don't provide them with service. No. Well, I, one of the reasons I thought of this is I was watching the Netflix box, 
And uh, there's this uh, show on there called The Creative Mind. And this little boy named Timmy Robbins, uh, he was in that Shawshank Redemption that was <laughs> filmed down the road here. And uh, he talked about, uh, one of the things he talked about was in prison, there's this huge um, group of people that there's a lot of creativity and, and, you know, and rehabilitation that needs to happen. And so he does a lot of uh, prisoners uh, teaching them acting and, and other, other performance skills. And one of the things uh, he said is, you know, when we put people in prison, they're labeled that way forever. Yep. And, and we warehouse them. And that's part of his, part of his problem and part of his cause is to stop that warehousing um, and, and teach using the creativity through um, acting and his instructions to uh, help them validate the emotions and find different outlets for the emotions as opposed to, you know, uh, I don't know, carjacking somebody, shooting up, whatever. He had several examples. And and so that's what made me think about is, you know, do we perceive them as, as rehabilitative? Because I would say that there are people that would say, yes, they're, that, that's what prison is for. It's rehabilitative. But hmm. I would say they're, they're wrong. But... I would say they're members of the corporations who run the prisons. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I would say. Um, there's There's just no evidence that anything. You know, obviously we label them when they come out. There are still laws, you know, in the state that we reside in. There are laws. If you create, if you commit a felony, you lose this right, your right to vote. Well, which I, which I think is ludicrous. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Well, and and a- after seeing all that, there's also um, I don't know if y'all have ever seen him, John Oliver. He's uh, everybody's favorite Harry Potter cosplayer. I thought he's from Australia. No, he's from the England. Oh. And uh, he had a, a show on his last, was it last week tonight, uh, where he talked about prison and reforms and just like how uh, like prisoners are raked over the coals. You know, we perceive it as, oh, well, they get everything they need to live. And it's no, they, their families actually have to pay for much of what's going on. Well, and you and I pay for it. I mean, there's that. But, you know, people who end up in prison are largely, obviously, it's it's a decision they have made based on factors that sometimes they can control and other times they cannot. But prison doesn't address any of those factors. It doesn't address the psychological part. It doesn't address the socioeconomic part. It doesn't address the educational part. So how could it in any way help people in prison? And I think that uh, drug abuse helps fuel a pipeline to prison. Mm-hmm. And drug abuse is, in my mind, a lot more of a health crisis than a crime. It is a, not, I believe, just recently, it's now a brain disorder, not a behavior disorder. Right. Recently classified. Right. And, you know, people that are on drugs will do stuff they wouldn't otherwise do. Yeah. Well, and... Let me put on my devil's advocate hat because I am a reverend now, so I can consort with the devil freely um, and safely. Yes, safely. Yeah. Yes. Um, put the snakes away, though. No, it's well. Oh, sorry. The zip. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> uh, but how, how many times can that drug offender go back to the well, so to speak? And do we consider them then non-rehabilitative? It depends. To, to, to think that justice is blind in our country, it, that's just a complete fallacy. You know, there is, there is a woman that was homeless and used her relative's address to send her kid to school and became a criminal. Was it five years? Five years. Five years. And then you got these people. What color was she? um, African-American. Then you've got these crazy people paying SAT people to uh, go in and poach the test or take the test for them or fudge the numbers. What was it? 14 days? 14 days. And a little fine. What? A fine that in the the ratio to what kind of a, a crippling... Life. thing it is nothing it was nothing yeah. so, relative terms she yeah. literally just has to go shoot an episode of a tv show because yeah. Yeah. Of, of her name what what bothers me about the star treatment in the court system and stuff like that like uh woody allen is like still revered in hollywood and it's like oh you you're a child predator of the worst kind. Mm-hmm. Your wife, ste- uh, adopted daughter, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Hey, that—that's not okay. That's creepy in a way I can't even yeah. fathom." They and I'm in him, the from the bayou. <laughs> they made him a punch rather than really. Oh, and then Roman Polanski. Hmm? And then, uh, uh, oh. Well, there was a, a baseball player this week that got accused of soliciting plays for the Pirates. I can't remember the name. Uh, I want to say. Um, but to take it back to Chris. Sorry, I totally went. Um, you know, it, it's about money. We just, we, don't, we just don't invest. Excuse me while I put on my tinfoil hat. It's because <laughs> we live in a corporatocracy where... You're Businesses not are driving everything going on. I did on. not want to mention that. Uh, you see, like, very common Democrats and cannot agree because who's giving them money to say that they can live like Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no, it's just common sense. Like, none of us are brilliant. We look at things, I don't know, environmentalism, we'll call it climate. They're just it's a trigger. common sense things that we can do. We cannot do that. We have to have gas-powered cars. No, we don't. Get the incentive to make it more expensive. I have a hybrid fan boat now to, to get out <laughs> to my cabin. Just outside of San Orleans. That way you can sneak up on people. That you go from the cabin to your congregation. Oh no, no! He actually no. uses. They the come fan to boat. me. I oh. got a compound. Okay. okay. He uses a fan boat to get to his F one fifty. Okay. Okay. Which is diesel. Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves rolling coal. Right. <laughs> but that's the issue. You know, there's too much money involved. So I'm I'm going down another rabbit hole. So I will stop. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes, um. Well, mark down for future topic: corporatocracy. Corporatocracy. 
Iron Day. K O R. All right, uh, Serena. So he's what... now trying to type. <laughs> a little off. All, All right. right, what you got? So, Serena, uh, I have, and and this could be personal, uh, like you did it, or it could be uh, an experience that you had with one of your own personal um, teams. What I want to know though is the worst sports moment that you have ever experienced. It's got to be in person. Can't be something you just saw on the TV. In person, it's gotta be you were there, you were on the team, like it was some real stuff that went down. Does that inc- and you felt some kind of way about it? Does that include when I was on a championship soccer team, not just in eighth grade, but in my mid forties? <laughs> yeah. No, that would count as the worst moment for the teams that lost us. <laughs> they are probably still trying to figure out how that went yes. down. <laughs> I do have one of those right. that comes to mind. It's one that I wake up. And cuss about still to this day. So, I coached a soccer team. Is it the butt fumble? Nope. Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, do the butt fumble? I don't know. Is that we're we're going to that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I coached a soccer team. And this soccer team, we were we were not incredibly experienced. And we we were not great. We tried hard. We won some games. We were not good. We were in the... First round of the district tournament, and we had taken a superior team to the second period of overtime. We were we were nil nil, and the ball we had it. We had an offensive opportunity, and there was a handball in the box by one of their defenders. If you don't know soccer that well, that means we get a penalty kick. The linesman. The linesman signaled it, didn't call it. We ended up losing one to zero. I mean, it, it it is an injustice. He signaled it. It was obvious. It it was not. I don't think it was intentional, but their intention is not part of the rule at all. It was very obvious that the ball was played with the hands by the defender in the penalty box. We we are owed. A penalty kick. Well, and y'all know I have a huge loathing for a couple of things. One of those... A couple? Is so- in sports. Oh, okay. Because there's only two sports I know. <laughs> um, one of those... and what else? <laughs> one of those is soccer refs. Or, as my forefathers called it, football. <laughs> football. And I, I think that's one of the reasons that it has a hard time catching on in America is because it really doesn't it's for for our population like we should be a one of the superpowers of the sport easily and of course so should china and india really so what i don't know what i'm talking about on that statement so ignore that part maybe we'll edit that out so i sound smarter with something else definitely okay and but the fact that they do not have to explain their calls and not calls like Oh, sorry, my metal hip. We just had an earthquake in uh, San Louisiana. Where are we? San Orleans. San Orleans. Because we're on sorry. vacation. Yeah. By the bayou. We're sinking into the ocean as we speak. That's nothing. To do well, with San Orleans is actually in the Pacific Northwest. Really? Yes. Oh. You're thinking of New Orleans? Well, I'm not Skyping in this week, so it's a little weird. <laughs> um. Oh, 
soccer ref. <laughs> I, because, like, one of the reasons I think football, like, they explain their call. Basketball, I think, it's so ingrained into us. We know what the call is. They call out who's, who did the foul, what the foul was. Soccer, they blow a whistle. They put the ball somewhere. They throw some chalk on the ground occasionally. Done. You know, and, and it leaves the crowd going, well, what foul was that? You there know. are some signals. They're not used. They do some stuff. I've, well, they're I've not... signaled a couple of refs. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, there's the salute, the uh, moon over my hammy, and, you know, the you're number one with two fingers, one on each hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so really, you're number 11. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. So I'd like to point out that Dr. Reverend Charles Theodore has yet to answer a question today. <laughs> It's like sitting next to a politician. <laughs> he talks for a really long time, and you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I was adding, uh-huh. I was adding on to his. He was like, adding the color. Color. He's the color commentator. He's the color guy. Yeah. Okay, he's the so, John Madden of our group. Yes. <laughs> and then, boom! He's Collinsworth. He's Collinsworth. <laughs> so, as, as, but as far as being at a sporting event where I'm just like, this is a travesty. Or participating. Or participating as Travesty. It doesn't need to be a travesty. You could be emotionally involved in it. Um. Okay. So I thought of one. You've been vamping for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I don't get into this basketball sport much, especially the NBA. I I despise the NBA. Um, I think they're destroying the sport. There's no way what John Hurd. Is that what his name is? There's no way he is not traveling. When I played that one season, and I took seven steps and a hop, they said I was traveling. Ed Red Arbach taught you different. (laughs) Although out here in in um, San Orleans, that college basketball is not very big, but I understand that's a better game. I I prefer this game, and I was getting to that. One of my favorite moments of basketball that I have watched was this past, they had this NCAA tournament thing. I don't know if it's a regular thing, but they, they had this NCAA biannual. tournament. It's biannual? <laughs> okay. We don't like them. So bi- does that baby. mean it's twice a year? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. Well, yes. <laughs> um, the, uh, just the, the, the term, I, why is he hissing his? Uh, he's I just hard want up. him closer to the mic. He's hard. Oh, up. okay, okay. When you say get closer, my issue is I have a rolly chair. <laughs> yeah. I need a stationary chair. Mine spins, and I'm trying not to <laughs> to sit and spin. Yeah, <laughs> it's very comfortable though. They are incredibly comfortable. They are quite comfy. Though. These were all clearance. I'm, I'm a little hyper, so you know, I'm totally little... way better than my chair at work. My chair at work, like. If you lean back at all, I'm flipping it. Like, yeah, I'm I'm a little. Top I would heavy. think in the scientific community they would supply you with better chairs. Well, it's because I switched the, to the church surgical. Yes. I'm gonna... Do you know the way to San Jose? Do I've been really away for long. Do you really want to make me cry? Ooh. <clears throat> what are we talking about? 
Sure, do it. We can. Ebony Ivory. <laughs> Ebony. <laughs> you want to do the? You want to do the rapping, and I'll do the. It has been a long time since I've done this. Right about now, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Charles Theodore and DJ Cyrano de Bergerac. It takes two to make a thing go round. Oh, yeah. It oh, takes two to make it out yeah. of sight. Oh, yeah. It takes two to make a thing oh, go right. Yeah. It yeah. takes two to make it out of sight. Yeah. I want to rock right now. I'm Charles Theodore, and it came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known that to rock the microphone <laughs> because I am stupid. No, hold on. That was wrong. Because I get stupid. I mean, outrageous. Stay away from me if you're contagious because I'm the winner. No, not a loser. To be an MC is what I choose. -a. Oh, that was a bad rhyme. That was bad. Ladies love me. Girls adore me. I mean, even the ones who never saw me. Like the way I rhyme at a show. The reason why, man, I don't know. So let's go. Cause it takes two to make a thing go right. Ah, yeah. It takes two to make it ah, out of sight. Yeah. It takes two to make a thing go right. Ah, yeah. It takes two to make it out of sight. Ah, yeah. My name's Charles, and I, get, and I gotta get real funky cut. Your father. Oh, I, yeah, I did cheat. I can do colors. 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 I am a nightmare walking, psychopath right. talking. Think of my jungle and the gangster talking, living life like a firecracker. Quick as my fuse. Vendettas and death. The colors I choose. Red or blue colors. I, I was hard growing up. My name is Cyrano. I got the, I got a real funky concept. Listen up, because I'm going to keep you in step. I got an idea that I want to share. You don't like it? So what? I don't care. I'm the number I'm number one, the Uno. I like comp. Bring all the suckers, because all of them I'll stomp. Bold and black, but I won't protect all of my fo followers, because all I want is respect. I'm not a doctor. Put them in rapture. A slick brother that can easy outfox you, because I'm Rob, the last name Bass. Yeah, and on the mic, I'm known to be the freshest. So let's start. It shouldn't be too hard. I'm not a sucker, so I don't need a bodyguard. I won't fess. Wear a bulletproof vest. Don't smoke Buddha. Can't stand cess. Yes. Ah! It takes two to make the things go right. Um. It takes two to make it out of sight. Ow! What's happening? It takes two to make a thing go right. Ow! It takes two to make it out of sight. Ow! We just did the first two verses. Okay. We need to work on it. Yeah, I, I I think you got it. I'm, I think you got it. I, I think I messed up the 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 rhythm a little bit. You definitely yeah. didn't have the rhythm. Yeah, and I don't think yeah. I've ever heard the second verse. To be honest with you, I'm usually turned that. I know the first one by heart, but the second verse. Yeah. Was, but was I did do a That's nice like rhythm. We did medley it with colors by Ice T. There was there was a thing. Okay, because I know I that like one. That. I know yeah. that one by heart. Uh, Natural born killers, I know by heart, uh, and. Uh, there's one by Slick Rick that I can do. It's called like a kid's tale. I if I get a Q line, I can do the entire Nation of Millions to hold us back album. I was about to say. Public Enemy. Pup, pup, pup. Public Enemy. See a little before me. Public Just a little Enemy bit. number one. Like 
I can NWA. I got Public Enemy just a little before them. Uh, yeah, and like, uh, NWA. I don't know if they would be as famous if they didn't scare so many white people. Does that make Is sense? this the show or just uh, not? Now what I think we're just well, talking. You walked away, man. We thought you were quitting on us, you know. So, <laughs> no, we just did our thing. You left the mic on. Too, are, so. I know. Are you going to tell him you dipped your bolus in this drink? Oh, I figured once he figured out oh. peppermint flavored water, yeah. it tastes better. Yeah, truly, truly. Though I don't know how you fit a lifesaver around each ball. Uh it's it's a cream that I use <laughs> to get rid of my fermented That was a beautiful. What I love about Taint is he's visual, too. So when I make a comment like that, I can see him picture it in his head. So he saw my balls with lifesavers on it? Yes. Sorry, dude. Guilty. I, I, I did groom recently. So Guilty. You, you can picture a freshly shorn scrotum. I mean, I, I remember Looks like visually. Like, if I read a book and I want to go back to a part, I remember where it is on the page. Not the word. It's a visual picture in my head. It's bizarre. Well, I... uh. I was almost hit by a car uh, in a parking lot actually yesterday. Oh. And uh, I was asked by someone, can you describe the car? And I'm like, no, but I can tell you the shape of it. And so I explained the shape and the colors and all this stuff. And they're like, just looking at me like I'm not high or something. I'm like, no, I, that's what I remember. That's how my brain yeah. works. Don't touch me. And I couldn't remember the letters until I wrote them down because they were. The, I did the shape in my head. Huh. It was weird. All right. So sports moment. You were getting moment. somewhere. I don't think I don't think he's picked one yet. I oh, think so. So I don't know if y'all know. I'm a huge fan of Edgar Allan Poe, uh, the famous hockey player, right? Well, yeah, I, he may <laughs> have played hockey, um, but I, I, I'm really like his drinking binges, um, okay. except okay. except the one that killed him. And uh, he went to the University of Virginia. And uh, so did this guy called Thomas, Thomas somebody. Why? Uh, no, no. Jefferson. No, Jefferson who? Davis. No, not Jefferson Davis. I know it wasn't Eric him. Davis. Could be Eric Davis. So, but uh, he, uh, the guy who, who drew Monticello. And uh, the or was it cello? Because it's C E L O O. Is that the cello? cello. That doesn't smile. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um. So. <laughs> so. Uh. I'm a, I, I I like that, and uh, what I like about that story is they lo- they were a number one team at one point apparently, and they lost to a number sixteen team, which I think was like a bunch of walk ons or something. And uh, so. What I understand how that works is they walked on the court and played a basketball game against this team. Oops, against this team that's really good, <laughs> right? And so they, but they, the walk-ons beat them, and uh, it, apparently they won something for the whole state of Indiana. Uh, and Gene Hackman was running <laughs> around and. Uh, <laughs> And Dennis Hopper wasn't drunk finally. He was in rehab. Oh. That was a movie? <laughs> Except some of the parts of it. Some of it was actually true. Because I'm pretty sure Ralph Sampson in Virginia lost a Chaminade in nineteen eighty four. That sounds right. Maybe eighty three. 
Yeah, that was before he played for the Houston Stars in hockey, correct? Okay. But were you at that game? No. Oh. He either didn't understand the question or forgot it. <laughs> oh, quite at the game. <laughs> Maybe both. Perhaps both. At the game. Okay, so at the game. So he's been vamping because he didn't know the question. Then he forgot it or didn't understand it. I totally forgot the question. <laughs> oh, at the game. One of the favorite things, I, so I, I will go watch college. We've right? wasted 25 minutes yeah. of tape. I'll cut this all out. All right. Scissors, glue, yes. okay, carry on. Um, so um, it was uh, UofL versus UVA. Um, and because uh, I am a UVA fan, I was there. And UVA or Uvula? No, UVA. Oh, carry on. Because your yeah. Uvula is back in your throat. It is. Okay. Um. And it came down to like a uh, like a, 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 like three point game in the last like two minutes, and it was it was really thrilling. But there was a a, a, a bad foul called. I remember being upset, but I was the only one upset. Oh, was it a false start? I I don't remember. Illegal procedure is what it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I remember this guy in black and white blew a whistle, and then all the people in red were happy, and all the people in orange and blue were not. Uh, because the tight end wasn't covered on the, at the line. Yeah. 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 Legal formation. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, it is my turn. Um, I, I'm not going to take <laughs> There's three of us on this? 25 minutes to discuss mine. Um, I think I am more into sports as a whole than, than the other two gentlemen uh, who I talked to. I'm um, pretty ate up with certain sports you are you are but i think i, I i've i've got a little more history with it than maybe you guys do well I well for am... me baseball is a sport for accountants because nobody watches the game they just look at the numbers yeah i'm still a little upset about a 12 year old baseball game I had. Not, and I don't, that's it not took you 12 years to play that game well yeah we went next year is this cricket speaking of which we EA, couldn't we couldn't kick any pk ea sports makes a cricket video game oh we need to buy that yeah yeah they have rugby too <laughs> we need to buy that I would totally play a cricket video game. Yeah. I would. No, it fits my personality. I get it. There's two teams that I'm very passionate about, and I know every, you know the backups right. on the teams. And right, right. The Toledo uh, Mudhens two different and the Durham LSU, Bulls. baby. The Durham Baton Bulls. Rouge. Yeah, Tigers, right? Two lane to Green Wave. There you go. <laughs> um, so I would probably have to pick, and there have been a lot of sports uh, travesties in my life, uh, my baseball team has twice lost in extra innings in World Series. Mm. In Game 7, they've lost. Um, mm. One of those I had a bet with my wife. And I had to be her slave for a week. Oh, did she peg you? Probably the world's <laughs> worst slaves. I was not pegged. <laughs> he probably said, fuck no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's pretty much what I did. <laughs> pretty much what I did. I was pretty pissed the entire day. But I went, to a, uh, I went to a basketball game of the local college basketball team versus an in-state rival. Um, who has much, much, much more tradition than me. And um, we sat there, my wife and I, and uh, some of our friends, and we watched the entire game. And the team I was cheering for was up by like 14 points. And the game ended, and we had lost. And, <laughs> like, everyone is leaving. Like, it's empty. And we're all sitting there, myself, my wife. Um, you know, one of my relatives who is uh, a fan of the other team, like literally the, the arena is empty and we're sitting there and he looks at me and he goes, dude, I have no idea how we won. Uh. <laughs> and I didn't either, but I did not speak of that game 
since then. I did not Until watch now. I did not watch any other games in that the biannual NCAA tournament or whatever we were talking about earlier. Didn't watch any of the games the rest of that year. I could not bring myself to do it. And it was terrible because we had a chance to like win the national championship. It was brutal to sit there. And the worst part was it was like an hour and a half or two hours away. So we had to drive in the car all the way back home late at night on a work night and just stew in our disappointment. I just looked up on the Google and I don't see when USC was playing UCLA in basketball. Did they have a basketball team? I think uh, USC is going to probably 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And their AD just quit, too. So. Now, I actually, I have uh, a team that I root very heavily for that I'm fortunate enough that I have been to several great experiences, like memorable games where, you're, where the game has a name. It's like, well, I've been to that one. I was there. Like the ice bowl? Yeah, such as it wasn't the ice bowl. But there were, there's a a few of those that I was there. The irony is I have been to a national championship game where my team won. Mm -hmm. That does not, that doesn't stick out as as that one loss. And it could be because it was to a rival. Um, But it doesn't stick out for me. It wasn't a loss. You gave it away. Yeah, perhaps that's it. You have it in the bag. Oh, so you you are you are celebrating in the back of your mind already, and then I have personally been involved in a basketball game winning by twenty points, <laughs> mm. and I was not not pleased. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that was my uh, sort of. I guess that wasn't my topic. We're supposed to talk about. Oh, you started this whole mess. I did. It Good was quite gosh. Some time ago. 20 minutes ago, you I, asked a question. I think we're going to do from now on is try to find topics that Dr. Uh, you know, Reverend. Dr. Reverend Charles Theodore is uncomfortable the with. Third. <laughs> the third. Esquire. <laughs> I looked for Esquire, but I, I think uh, there's a very small micronation in the uh, Far East. It's an island. I can't remember which one, but it has a lot of vowels. They're called Esquire. And, uh, the Far East, like, you mean like Georgia... No, no, like, like further east, like the Japan. That's as far east as you can get. Sure. So, uh, but not but America. But like, um, oh, I think I'd have to go there for a year before I could be a lawyer. Uh, be like but a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can buy that too. You have to be an indentured servant. I don't know. It's weird. I was like, looking in the states, and there's a couple of states where you don't have to go to law school. You could be like a male sex slave. I was thinking of just trying to take the bar. Maybe get uh Dude, you only bench the bar. Maybe get Felicity Hump- <laughs> Huffman. You even lift? Too. No. no. Bro. Just a fork. <laughs> if well, not always a fork. Sometimes I just eat with my hands. I've actually seen you just eat things out of your beard. <laughs> you know it's love if she'll eat something out of your beard. I mean, you eat things out of her beard, so why shouldn't she eat things out of yours? <laughs> I can't wait to tell her you said that. <laughs> <laughs> She'll hear it eventually. This is going to be published. It's going to be on the, the Google. It's going to be box. on the so, Google at some point. So what are we back? Who's, who's uh, it is now Taint, Taint McDaniel's next topic, and he's supposed to hit us with some. Did you do a serious one earlier? Or was a... no. no, it was fun. It was a serial killer it, band. It was. It was yes. fun. This is a more serious Our one. Our idea yeah. of fun is yes. really weird. It is, <laughs> it is weird. Totally Thor would beat Superman, just so you know. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, shooters and mental illness. 
go. That's my topic. All, okay. Are, this okay. isn't the fun topic. <laughs> are we no. talking? All right, so we're talking like workplace, school, and and the the recent phenomenon of people carrying out mass shootings in public places in our country. Funny thing, it's not recent. Um, the one of the first shootings is in the eight, like eighteen sixty three or something crazy like that, in uh, uh Kentucky of all places. Um, crap, I used, like, this data, I know. Oh, this hurts my brain. Um, so, the, the idea of, uh, public mass shootings has always been there. Um, the difference is, now, the, the weapons. Like, even though guns basically work the same way as they always have once we created cartridge weapons. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to exhale. Um, Pass that over here. <laughs> the, uh, the, they work basically the same. The, you know, boom, bang, something goes out. Um, the technology of the speed of the round, the weight of the round, and the, like the purity of the grains and stuff like that propelling it are so much beyond the technology of what, when it all started, but we've always been violent. Well, people have always been violent. Yeah, carried out horrible things. Right, but I think the hey, some some dude opened fire and killed fifteen people at a shopping mall is fairly recent. See, and I think it's not just an American thing. I just think we have better news coverage. Mm. Um, okay, so oh god, there's so much to unpack. You're welcome. <laughs> well, wasn't, I, wasn't I literally can't get into all of it because I, I mean we could so be here for days. I, can you frame us down a little bit? Maybe? Well, I think okay. we can if we talk about it in a in a larger you know because okay. you went historical and you went technological development and you went like development of the human you know psyche and like there's a you can just for days I could talk about that kind of stuff. But then the 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 most interesting point was you felt like talking your mic because I'm like really interested in this. <laughs> I'm like. Almost kissing you. My mic, your mic. We need a wall. No one um, hears name Mike. I don't care. That's true. Um, but the most interesting thing you said was that it happens in other places. I don't think it does. I think I, uh, like Germany, which is fairly Americanized, it happens a, a little bit. Yeah. But I think that, and I think we have this down as a topic we're going to address later on. I think that there is something about the American lifestyle, the American ethic, um, our our exceptionalism, our idealism that's all tied into creating a super stressful like product productivity based environment that's causing some of this psychosis that leads to some of these things. And I think that's why it happens here more than other places. I also think that because of our like level of affluency that we sit and stew in our feelings more than other like, oh, if you yeah. live in a third world country, you're not sitting around and, and wondering about the hole who won't give it up to you. You know, you're wondering about where you're going to get water. What hole are you getting water from? You know, like <laughs> seriously, and where you're going to carry it three miles across the fucking desert. So the well, there's all kinds of reasons why. And that that I think that's also something that technology is not our friend in that too, because things are so easy that we don't you don't have a physical release of hard work. 
True. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, you know, oh, 100% there is, you know, because well, like the the body was designed to be stressed, and if it's not stressed, it it atrophies. Well, I think the body was designed to be stressed. We're not stressing the body. The mind was not designed to be stressed as much as it is. Right. And it's not it's not being stressed in a productive or positive way. It's being stressed with a bunch of just crap. Bullshit. You know? Well, like, we what's all... going on on Facebook? What's on Twitter? You know, does does President Trump really hate you know Mexicans? I mean, like those are the kinds of things we're worried about. And really, you know, human beings, we were designed to solve problems like where am I going to get food? You know, like am I going to reproduce? That's what we really are supposed to be doing with our brains. And we've developed obviously far past that, but we're dealing with I think a lot of triggers and triggers as I know a politically loaded word. Um, but we're dealing with a lot of stuff that I don't know that we've really it's figured also, out yet. It's also the name of a horse. Roy, Roy <laughs> Rogers. That's true. I think you hashed out very eloquent actually what kind of the point of my topic was. Because I eloquent. have I have uh, mental illness in quotes. And because, you know, that's that's what uh, happens. And then you say, oh, he was mentally ill. Unless he was not white, then he's a thug or he's a terrorist or whatever. But, uh, oh, he's mentally ill, dismissed. And I I I haven't even gotten down to the race part and all the little different things I wanted to say. I just don't think that that is is a thing. I mean, the mental health in our country is horrible. Yes. And the rate of people that go on mass well, shootings is very small. Mm-hmm. And I would say mental mental illness or mental illness in quotes is empowerment. Like people want to feel empowered, and the cheapest, easiest way to do that is go buy a gun and shoot it. Mm-hmm. But I think this gets back to a topic previous. We have lost our identity. You know, like it used to be that we're Americans. I'm Reverend Dr. Charles you are Theodore. Reverend Dr. Charles. I know exactly who I am. <laughs> I'm Cyrano de Bergerac. Tank. Well, Tank. well uh, today I'm identifying as Miller McSewell. Miller McSewell. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think we have lost our identity. You know, like we've broken ourselves up into like tiny subsections. And tribalism. Tri- it's tribalism. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. And if you don't belong to one of those tribes or you belong to a tribe that doesn't have a strong sense of community, that's where you get these people who go on shooting um, because they just, they don't belong. In yeah. I think it's a cultural problem. It's a cultural not problem. Not a mental health problem and not a gun problem. Guns have existed for a long time. You know, although it is, people frown on the guns don't kill people people kill people. It's actually true. Guns were around, you know, for the entire 1900s, and this is a recent phenomenon. Well, and like, uh, previously we talked about, I'm a gun owner, um, and and my bitch please came up a few times ago, (laughs) which actually is really, we touched on this topic then. Um, But like, when I was being raised and taught how to use guns, the, everything that I always remember is there is one of my uncles saying, all right, the first safety you have on this gun is between your ears. You have to know what you're doing with it, why you're doing it, and, and, and why it's out. And, you know, and then you have to be responsible with it. And then they let, let me touch guns for 20 years. But <laughs> Luckily, you switched the liquor. Yeah. But, uh, like, um, you know, hunting and stuff like that, that 
that I was invited on, but then I was always told to go home because it's too loud. Uh, you know, it that was that was the thing is you Wait, had to be re- you were too loud or it was too loud. I was too loud. Okay, I, you said uh, it, and I was like, my dick is too loud. Nah, <laughs> you like, guys were doing it wrong. <laughs> I well, I had uh, my cousin would have me up in the blind with him, and. I get bored really easy. You'd be like, hey, did you see that bro, game? Bro, bro. <laughs> and so I'm trying to talk or I'm trying to read a book and then I'm In trying Spider-Man to In Spider-Man 76. Yeah, right, when you're right. sounding out the, the words in the book. <laughs> <Oof>. yeah, <laughs> and, you know, and or I'm tapping on something or he, it, it drove him nuts. So he, he would always send me home. You go um, pee next to the stand too. I, I remember <laughs> where we peed. Probably wore a diaper. I'll have to text. There's a, where did, where a current be? Democratic uh, candidate who I, I think it is. It's I just like, a Hail Mary. Joe pass. is old, but he does not wear a diaper. I like booty. <laughs> I like booty jig. No, there, <laughs> there is one that is. Um, I think it's a Hail Mary. He's dropping back because he knows it's not happening. And his big thing right now is we are coming for your guns. Oh, yeah. Mm. Here's the thing. I don't like him. You know. There were I don't I, I don't dislike him coming for the guns like for his reasoning like it makes sense but I just don't like him well he feels I had, like a shyster I had a relative interest in him because I have a relative that lives in his home state that was um, supporting him and I kind of watched his run where he tried to be, beat Cruz who is a massive worms covered in skin John he's Oliver not actually a person a but um. But I don't think that's I don't think that's the will of the American people either. I think he thinks it is. I think the the most Americans, gun owning and not, don't want the Gestapo coming to everyone's house and saying, "Hand over your gun." Well, that's going to make another Ruby Ridge or Waco situation on steroids. Yes, the and most of the gun owners that and I'm friends with them. That I'm friend. Let me restart that. Most of the gun owners that I have that are friends, almost to a man, I've never heard anybody say um, registering and waiting periods are a bad thing. I've heard them say, I understand why people don't want them, but I've never heard them say, oh, it would be horrible to get them. Right. Well, and then you have the deadly machinery of cars, and they say, well, people get killed in cars. We're not <laughs> ban them. Well, no, but we do require insurance, registration, and, and training, and, and seatbelts, and, and even seat if belts. it's Which is a preventative ac- measure. Yes, oh, and on, well, guys. and even if it's an accident in in a car, you are charged. We're liable. That's true. You know, you are. You know, if if heaven forbid, you know, somebody down here is crossing uh, off the getting off the bayou, climbing up the little dock thing, and walking <laughs> across the street to the bait shop, and gets hit by a car. That person could be charged for manslaughter for not controlling their car. That's true. You know, we ought to add stand your ground to our topic. Mm-hmm. Stand by your man. Write that down, somebody. Stand your ground, Rawls. By Tammy Wynette. So I don't know that we really addressed that I topic was Tanya Tucker. that well. Well, no, it, what happened was you summed it up before I even got into it, oh, is that it is not mental illness, it's not a gun problem, it's a culture problem. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that there are elements of all those things involved in it, but I think ultimately it's a culture problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could have riffed on like our 
belief in the Wild West, you know, and like all that stuff too. But ultimately, it's a book. Well, what I think is interesting is the constitutional carry stuff that's come out, uh, where people want to have the constitutional carry. You should be able to carry a concealed weapon no matter what. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I really think some of the concealed laws were put on the books to basically have another charge to tack on to criminals. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and in certain ways, I think it was a, an attack on perceived thugs or or the African American oh, community. Oh, totally, it totally. Uh, it's an example uh, of a good trial tactic. No doubt. Yeah, hmm. you know Just they they switched modern. from they switched from you can't carry a gun if you're black to we're gonna add this on if you're black and you can't carry. A gun. Yeah, that's really what they did. Yeah, so you you know you're carrying half an ounce, and suddenly you have a gun charge, an unregistered gun. Right. Um, and we don't need to get off on this topic either, but like the, the interesting thing when you talk to, when you hear a discussion, because most of the gun owners I know are old people, all of Thank our you. rights are restricted in some way. You know, our right to freedom of speech, our right to freedom of association, if it's creating a dangerous situation, all mm -hmm. of them are restricted. Well, even, all of them. But why don't we talk about liberty and voting? Right. I mean, it's just, it's an interesting thing. And it, it gets back to the cultural thing. Mm -hmm. you know, like, you can have my gun drop coat at me. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if we had people who said, you can have my vote if you could pry for my cold dead hands? I mean, that doesn't make sense now that I say it out loud, but you, I, do you understand my sentiment? Yes. I do. Yes. Where, where it was so important that you would. I mean, it's what we fought for. Yeah. I mean, like, my, one of my sons and I just watched the movie The Patriot. I'm not saying this is, like, the world's greatest example of, like, American history. To but Australians like, saving America. Yes. Praise be to saving America. Pray, praise be to Mel Gibson. Praise be to Mel Gibson. But yeah, I mean, that's what we were fighting over. It wasn't over being able to tote a gun. You know, it was it's over about a say in the government. Taxation without representation. representation. Yeah. And we have just oh. we've fallen so far away from that. Schoolhouse rocks. If I would not have passed this. <laughs> well, we probably need to move on to our next topic because we have been talking for almost an hour. Almost well, an hour. But like 15 minutes of that was me singing. I was backing you up. I need some credit here, okay? Are you, we yeah. do need to work on our thing, though. We, we're gonna, but we got to work on a duet. My wife will not do that with me. Like, we can do the Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow song. We can do Sonny and Cher. She won't do it. She's like, hey, Are we going out to karaoke? I think we should. I do, too. All right. I'll fire All right, up the fan boat. Charles, okay. what is your... And you're supposed to be doing... Uh, I'm supposed to be doing a more lighthearted one. A more lighthearted one. All right, so you ready? So uh, this week I switched deodorant. You didn't use that rock crystal thing, did you? No, no. I, I honestly have used that at one point in my life. I okay. do. Yeah, I, it worked really well. I had a buddy. It didn't work well I, for I, me. I, I had a buddy. I sweat like crazy, but it didn't smell funny. I had a buddy. He was a bigger dude. <laughs> and like, he did it. About two or three days into it, he walks into Turn your fucking phone I off. I know, like you're that important that you got to be getting <laughs> text messages during this. Everyone you know is in this room or at home asleep. <laughs> so the text message is a message, and then the second one was, sorry, I forgot. That was the person who I thought was asleep. <laughs> I really... So I had a buddy, and he's a bigger guy. About two or three days into his experiment, he walks up to me in my room, and he goes, dude, do I smell bad? <laughs> And I had to be honest with the guy. I was like, yeah. It's <laughs> like, bro, that crystal thing ain't working. Um, well, how it worked was really interesting. Uh, the one I used worked pretty well. Uh, so I'm using a new deodorant this week. And strangely, 
my left armpit had an allergic reaction. My right armpit, perfectly fine. What are your weird body like things that are not your penis? (laughs) My penis is pretty weird. My penis is pretty weird too. It always wants me to touch it. (laughs) Not sure what that's all about. The flip side of that is my wife doesn't want me to touch hers. So, you know? Did you say her or hers? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we'll go with both of those things. Does it want her to touch it? Does it want her to touch it? It wants anybody anywhere to touch it. (laughs) Game on. (laughs) (laughs) It's been touching you the whole time. You just can't tell. I've got all kinds of weird body stuff. Uh, I'm a sweaty dude. Oh, yeah. Right now I'm sweating under my boobies. I, I work out. And I say, out. say dick, I do dick, cardio dick, for dick, 30 dick. minutes, I better plan 45 because I, I got to sweat for 15 minutes <laughs> after I stop. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. He, he and I went running one time and we were standing there talking with, with uh, what, what we call it, Joan. And we were standing there talking with Joan and we both dripped huge puddles. That's true. And she's standing there and then she looked down and, and like I saw her this weird reaction. Then kind of She's like, you both had puddles. That was the most disgusting <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, well, you took sweating, so that's, you know, uh, I don't know, weird. My brother sweats only on half of his body. Like, the left half of him sweats more than the right half. So when he goes running, he runs marathons. There are pictures of him from marathons huh. where this half of his shirt is soaked. He should, and this half is barely. He should made. paint the other side of his body. <laughs> That's weird. Just for fun. Yeah. Uh, weird. Uh, I don't know, weird, but I fart a lot. Like I do. I fart all the time. And sometimes I crop test people on purpose. Prove it's it. so fun. <laughs> Prove especially, it right now. Crank one out. Uh, especially if it's an annoying person. I got nothing right now. I haven't produced, you know. And we're like, in a, an enclosed space, so. Yeah, but I don't care about that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but I do. I fart. And I, I think it's all dietary. I think that I I need to not eat things that I eat. Like, what we had for dinner today, I probably should not eat that because mm. the, the cheese and the bread are just bad for me. But, you know, being from... Fish. Are you lactose intolerant? I don't know. I might be. I, I think that I might be a little bit. Uh, because I'd like, like to point out the most liberal of us is the most intolerant then. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I hate milk. You hate America. I do. I, well, I definitely hate America. That's the true. dairy <laughs> land. The dairy you land. Hate, you hate flyover we America. We call them the flyover states for a reason. Um, but yeah, that's, I fart all the time and I need to change my diet, but God, I love cheese and bread and, you know, chicken, freaking delicious. See chicken. I think, I don't think chicken is the culprit. You know, I just don't believe chicken is the culprit. Yesterday I ate. So for lunch I had, I didn't feel like really eating, eating because I wasn't super hungry. So I had three KFC buffet. (laughs) (laughs) I had three things of string cheese. And then, uh, after work, I have an after work snack because I'm a hobbit. (laughs) <laughs> call it a Lebensies. and then a pre-dinner snack <laughs> totally i have a snack Is that before snack after you smoked home. your pipe weed and so and then i have these little cubes of gouda so i ate like i don't know 10 of those <laughs> are you like a mouse like, all you have is cheese and well and then before we met y'all um i like, i got like, something with cheese on it like 15 years and ago. like this morning i was like Man, I feel really heavy today. <laughs> oh, and then we left. We left and stopped at uh this. There's this store that we hadn't seen before, um, that has cheese curds. 
And so I got a large one of those and ate that. And so like this morning at work, I was like, rumbly in my tumbly but like i think it came out wedged the wrong way oh like i it was another weird body thing apparently i can poop squares nice. like it was bizarre so it almost compacted into a <laughs> just you had a tesseract of poop it was uncomfortable but i felt really light and Oh, better see, mood that's the, that the only good thing about my diet and the way it impacts me is I love nothing better than a good poop. Like it is the one time where nobody's gonna bother me. Corollary mm-hmm. to weird body thing: Is there such thing as a bad poop? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> yes, Describe. Uh, it's the one where it comes out squirting and burns your butthole. Yeah, the burn. Yeah, because you ate. Could you ate some wings? God only knows what it might have been. Yeah, it burns your butthole and your butthole's all shaked afterward. It ain't good. <laughs> so, um, y'all ever had a colonoscopy? No, I plan on dying before I have one. Oh, dude. <laughs> I have not had Oh, one. man. You got to go get one. Well, I get... <laughs> I'm actually lying. I get one down on third. There's a guy to do it for you. <laughs> so, like, they give you this... Involves lax- a water hose. They give you this laxative, and they tell you, don't leave home. And you're like, yeah, whatever, right? And I'm like, the first one I had, they, uh... You know, I'm there, and I'm like, yeah. and like, and then all of a sudden, it's like, go, go now. <laughs> and Charles, so Charles, I, <laughs> Colin Colin. I end up not being able to leave the bathroom. <laughs> so I get Joan to string a TV into the bathroom that I sat on the toilet, on the that ledge. That is sweet of Joan. That is very nice of Joan. She's While she's good people. I sat on the toilet like and every time like even the you know the little push off to launch off the toilet to stand up like would start a string. <laughs> and like what's weird is at some point you literally are pooping clear water is what it sounds like. <laughs> and because at that point I'm just waiting to see if it's done. I'm in this weird Oh, you're checking it out? Yeah, nice. Where I'm trying to spread my legs enough I can look. <laughs> I have to hold and tuck some stuff away so I can look and, yeah, to watch. I call that peeing out of your butt. <laughs> it was, oh, man. But yeah, you should get a colonoscopy. It's kind of fun. Flip side of that is whenever I eat like a whole bunch of meat, like steak, chicken, you're like, you go to a cookout and you eat like three hamburgers and two oh, chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the next day I'm dropping a log. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm checking it out. Oh, like, yeah. When it hits the water and goes, boop, I'm like, have you ever dropped one and you stink what do we got here? out of the bathroom? Like you <laughs> stank yourself? Everybody likes their own flavor. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No. no, you're doing the wrong oh. kind of work, brother. So I, I was on Metformin and Metformin, apparently when you take it for some people, Causes you to poop uncontrollably and and profusely, and there was one where I I literally thought the paint was peeling off. The wall. <laughs> I was dizzy. <coughs> yeah, I, I had what my doctor said was C diff one time, which is actually uh, when you take some antibiotics, your stuff gets all weird and this bacterial disease. But the way he diagnosed it was, I was like, my poop smells like. I can't even describe <laughs> death. It he smells says, like oh, death. that's C diff. Oh, uh, wow. And you feel horrible. Worst I ever had, I went to a barbecue place and I don't know what happened, but like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I went into work and they sent me home. They were like, you cannot stay here. You look <laughs> freaking terrible. 
I dropped a deuce one time that I'm now I regret not taking a picture and texting you guys. Oh yeah. Because it was so impressive. I dropped a deuce once at a restaurant with like an industrial size toilet and stopped that bitch up. Pictures were taken. But yeah, we glory have, was we given. We all have huge ones, but it was it was the integrity of it. It was completely intact. Right. Yeah. It was beautiful. And I'm like, I should I should have taken a picture and texted. It was like, like it was like it was a missile Charles. came out of your butt. It was like yes. an otter just lying there looking sleek yes. and cute. <laughs> Charles and Sereno and, and of course our friend uh Julius Caesar. <laughs> I would have Benedict Arnold. We'll call him Benedict yes. Arnold. Yes. I would have uh texted you guys and You totally should have. Totally Damn. should have. Damn. So at work we have the pooping toilet. <laughs> and uh like it's the toilet that like you know, it's the, you flush it and it goes, right? And then you have the ones that it, like, flushes for, like, two seconds. Right. Goes down. Well, this one, like, would stay, the water would keep flowing really hard for a long time. And you literally could drop anything <laughs> there. And you experiment. Uh, no. Ah, I'm so disappointed I just, you I just Reverend Charles Theodore. <laughs> I just took care of my business. And people were like, why do you always use that song? I'm like, be thankful I always. I gotta yeah. ask, and this is this is gonna get very odd, but do your all's wives turn the the fan on after they poop? Because mine does not. Like we've been married for way longer than I care to admit, and every time I walk in the bathroom after she's pooped, I'm like, ah, oh, what is going on? Hmm. And she's like, it, it doesn't smell. Bullshit. Well, Penelope, Boom. Penelope, my wife somehow really doesn't smell that bad. I mean, there's evidence. You'd be like, I think she. It's actually pretty sweet. It's uh, it's not bad at all. And and mine, of course, is like the devil <laughs> was in there tearing it up. Pitchforks swirling around the toilet. <laughs> yes. Um, my wife is a devious farter and pooper. <laughs> devious. Um, but I will say this: like, um, uh, a few years ago, my wife had breast cancer, and uh, she is she is now fine now, dear listeners. And uh, when she was on chemo, like every now and then, there was one that was literally a nuclear chemical dump, <laughs> and and she would be so apologetic because it, it always happened getting in or getting out of the car. Oh, and she would just totally let let one fly. And like when you're getting out of the car and you shut the door, that thing will bake. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In there, especially on a hot day. On a hot day, yeah. And yeah. oh yeah, we'd open the door and I'd be like, oh. Oh my gosh, eyes start watering. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you couldn't be mad at her. She's going through chemo. Right, right. Penelope is almost morally opposed to farting in any circumstance at all, ever. My wife giggles every time. Every, like, <laughs> she will hold it in front of y'all if we're at a group outing or something <laughs> like that. Wait until she gets in the car, sit down, let one fly, and hee hee. Wow. <laughs> Penelope would never do that. Georgina will just like she's the SBD queen, you know. Like I'm like I'm laying <laughs> oh, in bed, oh, whoa, whoa. watching queen? something. Not SBD. Oh. Yeah, more yeah. Oh, wow! Then, yeah. I thought that was way different. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> "Did did you fart? Sorry, you could have told me. We can turn a fan on." It's probably the dog. Actually, she now that you guys don't have pets, she's probably. Probably so. Oh, we did. No. We had one dog who would tear the club up yeah. in the when, middle of the night. It'd wake you up. When we had our oh. dogs fixed, that was the 
worst ever I have ever smelled coming out of a dog. Like it was, oh, it was horrible. It's like she was pissed at us for taking out her ovaries. Huh. <laughs> I got pissed when Mahler took my ovaries too. Yeah. All right, uh, should we do our last topic? Last one. Okay, so this one um, is something I listened to uh, on a podcast a few weeks ago, and I thought it was super interesting, and you know, hopefully you guys will too. There's this concept now, it's called the right to be forgotten. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but essentially, you know, we live in a global world with information at our fingertips. And when you mess up, it's all out there, you know? So like if, you know, like if Taint did something, it's on the internet. You know, uh, there is a, a very not very becoming picture of me when I weighed quite a bit more than I do now that's on the Internet. When people are like, oh, you used to never be fat. I'm like, bullshit. And I'll show it to them. Um, so all that stuff is always out there. But there are and it, it started in Europe, in Spain. People are now requesting and suing, actually, to have their embarrassing information taken off of websites, taken out of newspapers. Uh, and so I wanted to know what you guys think about that. I know it sounds a little weird, but it was pretty thought-provoking for me. If a person makes a mistake and that thing is publicized, what is their right? And again, it's one of those things where, you know, what kind of people do we, do we allow that for? Let's assume this person is, say, Jeffrey Epstein. No. We should know his dirty laundry. Well... But let's I, say this person is Taint, who, I don't know, was on a rooftop in his boxers, and there's pictures of that. Which happened. Oh, it did. Well, I did uh, sleep. I went to jail in my boxers one time. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and I did uh, sleep on a roof one time in college. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time out. Uh, Penelope called, and I'm going to tell my Shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do we need to sing? What up? Nothing. Well, we're do we're uh, we're doing a podcast. Uh, yep. We're almost we're almost done. Yep. <laughs> Uncle Ricky, will you tell us a bedtime um, story, please? You, yeah. Oh, um, please. Do you want us to call you back? Or All right, we'll you kids get tucked time. in. I'll get the story going. Okay, we'll call you back. And here we okay, go. Once upon a time, not long ago, when right. people were in pajamas and lived life slow, the laws were stern and justice stood. People were behaving like they ought to good. There was a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. You and me, boy, we're going to make some cash, robbing old folks and making a dash. They did the job, money going these, but one can stop it like a disease. So we robbed another and another, and a sister and a brother. Try to rob a kid. Try to rob a man, but it's a DT undercover. You ready? Yeah. I can finish those songs if you want to, but I don't yeah. think we have that kind of time on our hands. No. Uh, yeah, I have some embarrassing things that in my life, and I grew up in a time where it was pre-social media, and I'm really grateful for that. And I feel like, so take Facebook. Yes, in their agreement, they, they can do whatever with your pictures, but, you know, this is a corporation that you should be able to say, hey, I want my stuff back. And I think, you know, that's another thing we should put down on our notes is, you know, data. Mm-hmm. Data and privacy. And in user agreements. Yeah, yeah. Which, who reads? 
God, I've agreed to Apple's user agreement probably a thousand times in mm-hmm. my life, and I could not possibly tell you what it is. No. I just don't know. They take your testicles. My wife wasn't. My soul, perhaps. You'll reach around Steve Jobs. <laughs> Shriveled. <laughs> but I, I am. Um, tasteless, really. <laughs> so if a person c- commits a crime, um, like, you know, the, the, the story that I heard was it was this gentleman. Um, and he, he had been, like, sexually abused when he was younger. But there were two instances in which, like, he saw ladies, pulled his dick out. Like, that's what he did. Okay? So, he, you know, he pulled his dick out. Uh, and so, you know, the second time he did it, the first time the cops came out and they were like, bro, what are you doing, bro? I'm like, can't do that stuff. The second time, though, like, you know, you got to book him, you know, so they took him down, booked him, he lost his job, he ended up getting divorced, I think, went to counseling, you know, for like, you know, obviously being sexually abused, you know, and like when you listen to the dude, he's like, I have no idea. I don't know why I did it. It was obviously wrong. You know, I apologize. I've done what I can. I would like for this to not be out there anymore. So you take that kind of a thing, and it's like, yes, he did the right thing, but is it still possible that he may do it again? It's like it falls into our rehabilitative argument. It, it does. It does and it. stuff it like does. that really well. Well, in cancel culture, we found a tweet of yours from 15 years right. ago. You're done. Right. Yeah. You're over. Um, <laughs> was it Kevin Hart who said, you know, hey, I've grown, I've changed. He has, not, were, he has not grown. He's still like four foot yeah. two. But people were like really pissed at him yeah. still. And he's or like, an old tweet that I believe was a joke. Yeah. Wait. But that's he, the other thing. Some of the stuff. He I mean, was going to host the Oscars. Oh, yeah. And somebody dug up some uh, old tweets of his that were perceived as homophobic and he was canceled. Right. And they said, if you apologize, we'll let you do it. He said, I'm not. Which respect for that. Yeah. Because Fair one enough. of the things we're doing. You know, those old tweets, and this sounds terrible, but it is what it is. You know, culturally at that time, that was acceptable. You know, like there are things that we do right now and say right now that are acceptable that in 100 years people are going to be like, you ignorant, yeah. <laughs> unevolved. Well, and, and you know? he, he's I think a, that'll be pretty much everything I say and do. He's a comedian. Probably too. Right. Yeah. He's a comedian. It's his job to put things out there well, that and, make you uncomfortable. And it was literally that he. He said he would smash a dollhouse on his kid's face if he was gay. But that would be, the, to do that, you would have had to have bought your son a dollhouse. Right. I mean, come on, there, there is some humor in it, there. It's absurdist. It's, it's yes, supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I don't know. It was just an interesting I topic. think it also falls, the other point I was going to say is it's also kind of victim's rights. I can see where a victim of a crime because sometimes they'll pull mm-hmm. pull that into the media. They yes, they should get their their time out, their privacy back. I totally get that. But like you know, some scumbag like Jeffrey Ep- Epstein, I you know, Harvey Weinstein, not Weinstein. That's the wrong one. No, you're right. I'm right. Okay, yeah, you're good. Sorry, I didn't want to get it mixed up with the uh, the gay playwright who's similar name. Firestein. Yeah, Harvey Firestein. That's a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's actually a really good writer, and, and he's been in a bunch of stuff too. Uh, a bunch of butts. <laughs> I'm unaware. <laughs> Don't know about that part. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm acting mock offended after I made the Steve Jobs joke five minutes ago. <laughs> we'll be canceling you at some point, yeah, there, Taint. <laughs> um, 
but I, so I, I, I see that. Um, but the other thing is we see a lot of stuff as harmless that we did that now would be this, would be a huge outbreak. Oh yeah. Well, and, I was at a party probably, um, I don't know, maybe I was in college or something. This girl came up to me that I had not seen since middle school and said, you called me a rat bitch in middle school. <laughs> and she like wanted, she wanted, I guess, I don't know what she wanted exactly, but I said, I was in middle school. I'm sorry. I like, if I said that, which I'm sure I probably did, <laughs> I'm really sorry because that's really immature and stupid. But I'm feeling bad. incredibly justified right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I obviously had affected her. She'd probably been through her yearbook at some point and been like, oh, that's that guy. That guy called me a rat bitch. By that, you mean then, she has a hit list in your yeah. own. <laughs> and then she sees me at a party, so she's like, oh, hell no. But, you know, I was in middle school. Right. Now, and I would never do that to someone now. I, that's, and that's what I'm saying. You have to give people room to evolve. Yeah. You know, like, Kevin Hart would not send that tweet today because that's just not it's not appropriate for the time. He would yes. find a different way to convey that, you know? Yes. But he wouldn't send that particular. I, I don't think, you know? But, um. When I, I think a lot of comedians, we don't give them credit for being as smart as they are. Oh, yeah. 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 We just, a, now, then there are some other comedians like, you know, you're dumber than a box of nails. But, right. Right. But, um, so you went, you went victim's rights. And I think that, you know, there's a part where it is the victim's right that other people are aware of this person. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but not that they pulled their name in. Right, not so that their name like, was imported. Like uh, uh, the people who were diddled by priests. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we should know that that priest may have done that. Yeah. But we don't necessarily need to know that victim's name. And and the rat bastard journalists that seek that out, they're they're huge pieces of shit. Yes, they are. Yes, yes they are. Yes, they are. And I guess, and, and you know, what it is is these newspapers, and there's one in particular where they actually have people like appeal to them, like, and they have a committee and they sit down and they say, "This is what this person did. These are the articles that we wrote about it. Should we or should we not take this down from our website?" I would I mean, so want to be on that committee. I know it's it is an interesting. I mean, it's and I'll send you guys email the pod, but it's well, it was an interesting the, discussion. The internet is forever now, and right. you know, a picture. If I text a compromising picture to someone 20 years later someone in their living room can find it yeah but if you look hot in it, it's fine you know duh okay all right cool yeah, yeah. anthony um, anthony weiner i mean that's i is... think what they do the reason they do it and you're right you know in my profession i have to tell people that all the time if you send this picture you lose control of that shit for mm -hmm. life but i think the reason they do it is so that you know when you do a search it won't come up as readily you know um but anyway, that's you know that was my last topic. The right so to be that's forgotten. kind of weaponizing searches too. Mm -hmm. You know, really is what it comes down to. It's a, you're using Google as a social weapon. Absolutely, and and the technology has outpaced the law in this too. Oh yeah, yeah. because and, which in is my happening so yes, much. But technical technology advances now at a rate. You know, it's that the curve of progression is so steep now, way steeper than it ever was. Mm -hmm. You know, from 400 to 500, not much progress. Right. From 2000 to 2019, exponential. Sure, sure. And, you know, the previous technological innovations were in manufacturing, and we didn't adapt readily to that. 
executed. Right. We had like motherfuckers dying in a factory, like yeah. falling in pits of beat, you know, and being chewed up, you know, like, <laughs> and it took us 50 years to fix that, you know? So I don't know how quickly we're going to maybe catch up to this technology. I mean, you know, before like all of our stuff's out there, you know? Yeah. I think there's some corporation out there who's already capitalizing on it and we're fucked and we don't even know it yet. And, and the people that make the laws are in our, in our country are very old and not as in tune with this technology at all. They and don't they're even white. know what rules. So they're not going to look made. at. No, they don't understand it at all. I mean, when they have, when they have hearings, it's embarrassing. When they have Zuckerberg on there. Yeah. And who is an arrogant prick, but I'm, I mean, like, but yeah, but they, I, think, obviously I think Zuckerberg sent an Android of himself, kind of like Superman did. Mm-hmm. So to fake people out that Superman and Clark Kent were different people, I totally could see that he sent a Zuckerberg robot. He may have. That was issue number 326. <laughs> yeah, uh, sex robots. Put that on there, too. That's a, I thought that was, like, I've heard about it a lot lately. It's an actual thing. What's your Pornhub handle? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we are, uh, I guess that was our last topic of the day, so uh, do well, we need to? A, there is a new, oh. Okay, cool. Um, so we do have a new segment. New segment. Uh, the new segment is, what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, this can be just what you've been listening to as of late. It can either be music, it can be podcasts, it can be whatever you might be listening to. Um, in my house in particular, I have one of my children who loves to listen to the Hamilton soundtrack ad nauseum and sing it all the time. <laughs> and he will stop in the middle of a lyric and go, Dad! And I'm like, I don't listen to it as much as you do. I don't know that lyric. <laughs> so it can be anything along those lines. Uh, we will start with Taint. Taint, what are you listening to? Okay. Um, our father, Joe Rogan, who are happy to him. Hallowed be thy name. <laughs> yes. He, he is the thy one kingdom of the come. podcasting pioneers. I I've will been be listening done. to Joe Rogan lately, and I have been listening to, there's three in particular um, episodes recently that have kind of blown my mind. Two are about aliens, and one is about quantum physics. Quantum physics is really interesting. Well, and the, all, three, all three of these episodes, if there's a Venn diagram, and they all intersect. The two aliens really? especially, and quantum physics. And, you know, I'm, I'm a natural-born skeptic. But I'm also can be persuaded fairly easily too. It's a weird combination. <laughs> but um, right now, today, I fully believe in aliens. Where like two weeks ago, I would have said no. Fully believe in aliens. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I have given Joe Rogan a chance, but his shows are like four hours long. That's the the only problem I have with it. Sometimes it will take me two to three days. Yeah. Because I listen to it in the car. I can't work. And listen to it because I don't hear the podcast. Because you got the ADD. I, I cannot compartment, or I do compartmentalize. Yeah. Well, I'm typing on the computer, and then I'm, oh, oh, I missed the last 20 minutes, <laughs> even though it's on my headphones. Even if, I ha- if, it's, if I'm having to deal with work, I can't listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if, I can, but if I'm like doing carpentry or something like that. Or if I'm, I'm working out in the yard, podcast, yeah. perfect for that. So if you got to think. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So alien. Aliens, it's yeah. a thing. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> I think so. I'm going to direct you to these episodes. You're going to direct me to those episodes. Uh, You'll be sharing those with me forthwith. Yes. Okay. Reverend, what have you been listening Dr. to? Dr. Reverend. Dr. Well, Reverend Charles Theodore. Because my commute has Makes the gotten, best gumbo. Gotten. And jambalaya. <laughs> in San Orleans. Excuse me, brothers and sisters. Don't know how to fry no gator tail, though. Since my commute 
has gotten so much shorter. Preach. I have found that. Have you found the spirit? I have. I have found the spirits. Oh, the spirits. Let me get into the communal line again. Looking for a shorter podcast, something in the fifteen-minute range, (laughs) to commune with my creator, with the Lord. And I've been listening to King Falls AM, which is a quirky little podcast that mimics that it's a late night uh, radio show in the in the uh, realm of uh, St. Art Bell. And so, oh. like, in this quirky little town, it reminds me of uh, Welcome to Night Vale, but it's, for me, it's a little bit more accessible. And uh, so, but, like, quirky, weird, it's got a little bit of my sense of humor in it, and uh, I've is it, is it fiction that. or non-fiction? It is very fiction. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and it, it's, it's just really silly. At the end of the tool, one of the tool albums, there's a clip from someone calling into Art Bell's show and ranting about how they're triangulating him and they're going to find him soon, that the aliens are not what we think. They're interdimensional beings, and it's, it's pretty scary. It oh, really is scary. And we, uh, my wife and I, when we were dating, would stay up late just to listen to Art Bell. So like on the weekends, we'd have to get home in time from whatever we were doing so we could listen to Art Bell for a couple hours. From LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> she has a passion against D&D. Like, she, she, she hates Dungeons & It is a... Uh, if, if you have a Y chromosome... No, sorry. If you have two X chromosomes... <laughs> Um, you can't. You can't participate. I thought you were D&D. asking me if I had well, a Y chromosome. I'm like, I don't have a spare. I assume you around. don't. Um, but if I'm you have two X's, D&D, I can share I think some is, zygotes on your leg. Be, uh, the chromosome and and gender and all that stuff. Put, put that down too. Yes, put I don't actually think we're keeping a list. I think we're referring to a fictitious well, no, list. Totally. Oh, you got a list? I, I have a list on I don't my have phone. A list. I'm not gonna lie. I just don't. So what am I listening to? I'm listening to two different things. Um, I'm. Lately, I've been kind of podcasted out. A lot of my podcasts are like serious or thought provoking, and I need some more fun ones. Um, and I've actually reached out to uh, Joan. Joan and I were talking about that just the other day. Joan's she, an addict. I am too. I have like eleven hundred podcasts. I have to like, she I have likes a lot of true crime podcasts, and, and she also has bought a lot more life insurance on me. So I'm a little nervous. You should be. You should be. Does she cook for you frequently? I do not allow her. Uh, excellent choice. Excellent choice. So, but she only cooks in one room in our house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that it's in the bedroom when you're not there with one of her favorite toys. <laughs> um, so the <clears throat> podcast that I think influenced me the most recently was uh, an episode of Revisionist History by Malcolm Gladwell. Um, and uh, Dr. Charles Theodore actually told me about this one. He is the most esoteric, weird kind of, you know, he takes this topic and he starts out over here. In left field, and he brings it all He's the way. He's reaching in. his arm way out to the yes, left. I am. I'm gesticulating mm-hmm. widely. It, no, with my it's left to the right. It is. It's. Yeah. No, I checked my finger. It spells an L. <laughs> sure. Um, but it was about the Queen of Cuba, and it was about a uh, a lady who was who who had infiltrated uh, the CIA and was giving all of our secrets to uh, to Cuba. It was actually it was just really an interesting. It was interesting the way he told it. It was interesting the way like. Nobody knew this lady was doing it, even though she had like a sign in her office that basically read like 
I'm a spy. <laughs> it didn't say that specifically, but it was a quote from Shakespeare. Um, and I can't remember the quote right now, but it basically said, like, I'm a spy. Hey, stupid. Um, but it was just an awesome, awesome episode. Shakespeare played for the Chicago Bears in uh, 1956. But so, you know, he was right beside Fred Nietzsche. He was a kicker. The monsters. He had to be a kicker. Yes. Uh, the other thing I've been listening to is uh, Eminem. Uh, I was uh, I was out of town and I I couldn't run outside. I like the red one. He's funny. He is funny. That's true. I like the peanut butter uh, flavored M and M's. That's what I like. Those are good. Those are good. I do not like the caramel ones. They don't taste like caramel and they are not chewy enough. I see. I stopped eating all that stuff, so I've never experienced the caramel M and M's. Don't tell Jones. I've tasted one or two. (laughs) (laughs) But I started listening to M and M. I had to run out of treadmill, which I freaking hate doing. Um, and it's like, oh, I haven't done this in a while. And just as a side note, Eminem is some good workout music because La- dude is mad about everything. Last roast people, roast them now. <laughs> Cause like he's the old guy now and all these young dudes try to come for his neck and he ain't having it. <laughs> like, he is not the having last it. marathon I ran. So around mile 22 was my wall for years. And I set up a playlist that at, it would hit at about mile 22, lose yourself. Ah. And it's like amazing how like all of a sudden I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to yeah. finish this race. And then the song went in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing, and this is something we're going to talk about, I think it's going to be a good topic also, is music and politics. Uh, because there's a lot of music, I think, throughout history. Uh, but Eminem is the opposite of Donald Trump, but not. Uh, when you listen to his lyrics, because he really brings up a lot of stuff that makes people uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but he's not afraid to say it, right. and he owns it. Are we it. talking about Kid Rock or Eminem? Uh, Kid Rock, I detest. So, no, we are not talking about Kid Rock. Uh, but I think music and politics music. would be a good thing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Kid Rock is, uh, has talked about a Senate run. That's I've heard that uh, in Michigan. Yeah. Awesome. I spelled politics wrong according to Siri. Okay. It's so... All right, well, now it's time for... Bitch, Bitch, please. I'll put the sound effect. You didn't do the sound effect? Yeah. You didn't like mine? I mean, it was all right, but I I mean, I have all these effects on this. You just just play with yourself. Did you listen to it? You just play with yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we listened to it. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I like mine. We like how you tickled the ivories. Yeah. 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 You need the the, like the flourish from Princess Bride. That should be our Bitch, please introduction. So get that shit. Well, but we can't use that because it's probably copyrighted. I thought you could use a certain amount of it, though. I don't know. There's a fair use law, but that I don't. I'm not a lawyer anymore, and uh, I don't know. You just play one on television. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bitch, Bitch, please. I have noticed a lot of people here lately. I I do for my for my job. I drive around uh, San Orleans a lot. All over the place. So lots and lots of city driving. So there are lots of letting people in, stuff like that. I'm I'm fairly courteous driver. No one fucking waves anymore. No, yeah. They don't wave. Oh, they wave at me with one finger a lot. I get that. I just I do. Know, I cut people off. I let I let people in. I expect a little wave. I, Bitch, please. I'm with you. I'm my wife's car has the ding ding sound that it makes when you're like somebody's in your blind spot mm-hmm. and i try to see how many times i can make that go off <laughs> i thought it was a game i didn't realize my bad what's progressive your, thing what's your house score? oh that was bad what's your house score 
Um, fifteen. Fifteen. And one in one twenty minute trip. No, I'm with you. I live in a subdivision that is difficult to get in and out of. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are going to and from work, and I will literally like stop traffic to let somebody out. Yeah. Nothing. nothing. And then I'll see that same person when I'm trying to get in. Nothing. Yep. Screw you, buddy. So the next time they ain't getting out. No. But it's just such a it's such a small gesture. I mean, you really just stick your hand up and wave it. Yeah. Or you're like, you know, you didn't just head nod to something. A head you know? nod. Acknowledge that I did you a solid. That's yes. all I want. That's, That's what it. I need in my life. That's you it. know, because next time, fuck you. Yeah. I don't like strangers when they come in my swamp. Strangers in the night. I don't like strangers when they come in a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> See what he did there? I do. I like that. That was a double entendre, wasn't <laughs> it? It was. That was clever. I think that had all three entendres. It may have. It. <laughs> uh, a a man walks into a bar and says, I'll have a double entendre. So he gave him one. <laughs> An actor walks into a bar and says, hey, can I get some glow tape on this thing? <laughs> we have clearly lost control. We have. All right, Dr. Bitch, Charles Reverend Theodore, please. sir, what is your bitch, please? Although we're going to need you to say, madam, please, since you're a reverend. <laughs> Madam, please. Okay, so um I uh completely blank. I'm having you have shit he is having I had service. something. He had nothing prepared. He I didn't, didn't do his homework. Out, of Actually, I feel like I said, Do you have anything for bitch please? And you said, Oh, I've got tons of stuff for it. <laughs> right. I just hadn't <laughs> He's Look having that. a stroke. It's yeah. fine. Uh, he has a stroke at least two or three times during the course yeah. of a of a tape. Doctor Charles, Reverend Theodore, do you want me to go and you to? Okay, so <laughs> here is that's a no. <laughs> here is my bitch. So, um, I'm really, really, really sick and tired of using the word really. Really, <laughs> I'm sick and tired of bad vocabulary. No, um, you live in San Orleans. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of sensationalizing weather. <laughs> I can see that. It drives me nuts. I mean, but some people are indecisive. Yeah, so like last week when we were in Nash Vegas, uh-huh. landlocked. Yeah. Landlocked. Do I really need to know the daily updates on a hurricane that might hit Florida? Uh, it's gonna hit Florida. Remember, there was a sharpie that had been drawn on it to show no, that, that it was Alabama. Oh, or Arkansas it was or from Alabama. Like it was I'm one sorry. of the A words. It wasn't Alaska though. I know that it didn't go that far. Didn't go that far up. Uh, Alaska is actually south of Arizona. If oh, you'll refer to the yeah. map, it's just to the left of Texas. Yeah, <laughs> beside Hawaii. That's why they have a similar climate. <laughs> yes, it's off the coast of Arizona and New Mexico. But you know, <laughs> it gets hot in one and cold in the other. So climate change ain't real. <laughs> And it, no, well, it's not. Well, see, there's a lot of El Nino around Hawaii, <laughs> but there's no El Nino around Alaska because Mexico's away from, away from Alaska too. <laughs> you got to get your geography right. No, I agree with. But you. it drives me insane. And then you have weathercasters. Is that what they are? I don't know. That meteorologists. Oh, okay. They get like a, a cool term now. Well, but that's only if they have the degree. I mean, it's not like... I feel know. like they still call them all meteorologists. Well, right? I'm going to see if I can be a meteorologist. Can I buy that online? Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can be a Jedi. 
<laughs> I found that one. Oh yeah, there's a church of a Padawan Reverend Doctor. Padawan. No, I am no, not. No. I would not be a Padawan. I would be, be a Jedi yeah. Knight Reverend Doctor. Yeah, Master, he'd be a he'd Padawan. Be, he'd, be, he'd be Master Doctor Reverend. No, you, Carl I could Theodore. skip the Padawan. I could be like Luke. If you look at the timeline of the movies, the way they were set up, it really looks like he became a Jedi Knight in two weeks. True. You know, he took a little short camping yeah. trip on Dagobah and poof, went, got his hand cut off. Apparently, he got sacrificed a limb. I mean, well, but, my wife's already but put. Ray the, had no training in that and could take. Don't on even get me started. Yeah. Don't even get me started. Okay, well, I will lose my mind down. about that. And I'm not even a Star Wars freak, but I will lose my shit about how two unskilled people took on a freaking anyway Sith Lord or whatever he was. Good. I'm well, good. I can't stand I, it. Sensationalism. It's is, like a fucking Hobbit just... whooping Gandalf. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, people. Sorry, I don't know. No, it won't happen. With the ring. The With the ring, ring, he just disappears and gets all pouty and whiny. You've seen the movies, read the books. Frodo cannot whoop Gandalf in any <laughs> circumstances ever. Could Gandalf beat Tom Bombadil? That's a Stephen Colbert. That dude, Stephen Colbert question. We need to tweet Stephen Colbert. Could Tom Bombadil beat up Gandalf? Okay. Do you know who Tom Bombadil is? No. I have to, okay. right. But I know how Twitter works. <laughs> All right, so did you ever actually say your bitch, please? It's he the did. weather. It's the weather. It? Okay. Yeah, and, sensationalization of the weather well, and stuff like that. Sensationalism is, is a problem there with was, all things. There thing. was a Nash yeah. Vegas meteorologist who traveled from here down to Hurricane Dorian. Dorian. Is, I, did anybody do a portrait of. On the shores of. Uh, well, Alabama. do a portrait of is Dorian. Dorian. Shores. Do a portrait of Dorian and paint it all gray? I don't imagine they did. As America doesn't read books anymore, I feel like they did. So, but he went down there. He had zero business going down. Okay, can I defend that person for a minute, though? Like, I make fun of him all the time. He has a particular uh, feature that I, I, oh. I call him ears. He's totally stacked, though. I've I met him told in person. Before. Like, his ears stick out an, an unbelievable amount. He, work, he works out incredibly. But I will say this, there are very few people who love their job and are as passionate about their job as that dude is. And like, I, I appreciate that, because there are days where I go to my job and I'm like, I hate you, I hate you, I'm crop dusting you, you're going to fail. Like, but that dude loves his job. And like, I admire him for that. Like, well, it, what, if, what about this? Weather oh. is the conditions in a, in a time and place. Yes. Climate is the weather over a long period of time. Yes. Why don't we sensationalize the changes that are happening over a long period of time. This goes back to our previous discussion about uh, American culture because yeah. we're too Money. dumb to pay attention. I, th I think fall is something that we're going to blissfully reminisce to our grandchildren about until we all fall and break our hips. Then it will yes. be funny. Yes. Yeah. For me, that could be like next week. It though. could very well be. I mean, you are eighty-three, dude. I fell the other day and hurt my. Not didn't hurt my shoulder again, but I hurt my shoulder. Were you drunk? No, I tripped over the dog. Which dog? Like the the my favorite one? No, no, that one. She sleeps in the corner. She's old. Huh. Um, the skinny one. Dude, you fell. Who are you calling old? <laughs> I was the skinny one. I was carrying some pepperoni. <laughs> uh, Sarah, no bitch, please. Okay, so my bitch, please, <laughs> uh, is about a lady named Michelle Malkin. Um, she is a conservative commentator. That totally sounds like a Stanley character. What's her evil power? She's a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, bitch, please. 
So what she does, and she's done this twice that I know of, is when someone dies, before the person has even been, like, cold, she starts talking mad shit about them. Oh. And one of the people she talked mad shit about is a person who I'm not, like, even, like, a huge, huge fan of, but John Kane. Like, dude died. Dude was a war hero. You may disagree with him, but he went to Vietnam, and a lot of people did not. He's a solid dude. He's a, he solid, a dude. solid dude. He was a principled dude. You yeah. may disagree with what he believed in, but he was a principled guy, you know? And like, worse, worse people on earth than that cat, by far. She starts talking mad shit about the ghost of John McCain. Like, Dang. dude's not even in the ground yet. And, you know, he could have been president. He ran, he was a candidate. And some dude brought up that his opponent was one of them Muslims. He defended them. He did. I've, I've seen that tape a, a lot. And, and that is, that's stand-up stuff. You know, it, it's character is what yeah. that is. Like, just because I disagree with you doesn't mean you're a bad and person. I think, he, I think he couldn't have won the presidency because he had character. Well, I, at this point, and that's a that's a separate discussion. But, I, but out, I think, of, out of that party, no chance. I think he ran away from himself. I don't think that was the authentic John McCain that we've seen. Um, so this bitch, Michelle Malkin, um, she did it again the other day. There was a an NPR reporter named Cokie Roberts yep. uh, who passed yeah, away. She was with ABC. Yes, mm-hmm. she yep. and Sam Donaldson used to have funny little barbs back and forth on whatever. She's on the show. Sunday morning show. Yeah. Was on the Sunday. Yeah. Morning the shows. day she dies, Michelle Malkin a bitch, is running her down about being her. She's one of the original fake news originators. Like, you're a fucking cunt. Like, that lady just died. She's 75 wow, years old. big word. Like, 75 years old. And you can't give her a day or two? You know, like, she she contributed to well, news across and like, our history. All of her co-workers give her a day. were, like, talking about how wonderful of a human being Cokie Roberts was. Yes. Um, I was listening to a report this morning, and one of the uh, people was like, I'm so incredibly heartbroken because she was the most down-to-earth mm-hmm. person. So, like, when they would talk to her, you know, once you're in that, that the business of news, people are worried about stories and, and, and things like that. And she's like, she wouldn't just walk up to you and talk to you about your family. Yeah. And the lat, you know, she, would, she wouldn't drive you to feel like you had to had to be that person for most of the time. So I need people to be more respectful. You know, like if, if it's a if it's a genuinely decent person, don't drag them through the mud. You know, I mean if they're alive and they can defend themselves, do what you gotta do, I guess. You know, if you gotta score petty political points that way, do what you gotta do. But once they're dead, what are yeah. you doing? Call you know? the dog. Yeah, like well, you know, just let them chill. I will know? put money on it that she says nasty things about people and like Facebook and well, probably MySpace and all those things when she was <laughs> growing up through middle school and things like that. I'm I'm convinced that she did and and hid behind a, a nom de guerre. No, probably, yeah. probably. And, and and anyone that would do that, <laughs> shame on them. <laughs> all right, well, that is going to wrap up episode three of See What Sticks. Uh, live and in person from where are we? San Orleans. San Orleans. Yeah, we're vacationing in San Orleans. Vacation in San Orleans. All right, guys, got anything to say before we sign off? Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs>